Welcome to the Retail Economics Podcast, the hub of unique, independent and illuminating insights on all things consumer and retail. Welcome to the Retail Roundup, your weekly briefing from Retail Economics. It's designed to accumulate the latest key updates related to the fast-paced UK retail industry. My co-host and I will cover the latest top-line updates from the past week. Starting off with the food and grocery sector, ASDA plans to open 110 express convenience stores across the country this month. 109 of these are former co-op and EG Group stores, which will be converted. While one store will open from scratch, the retailer plans to convert all 470 stores acquired from co-op and EG Group to ASDA express stores before the end of March. Key staff changes were also announced this week. Naked Wines appointed Rodrigo Mazza as its new chief executive with outgoing chief executive Rowan Gormley returning to his former non-executive chair role. Mazza has been the business's UK managing director since 2023. And Morrison's store chief David Lepley has stepped down, having worked at the retailer since 2016. It is not yet established whether Lepley's role will be replaced. In other news, Lidl rolled out its own bottle return scheme, allowing shoppers at Glasgow stores to receive unlimited cash rewards for returning empty PEET plastic and aluminium drink containers using in-store reverse vending machines. Elsewhere in the sector, the co-op introduced AI technology to monitor self-checkouts across its stores, as well as 200 secure tills kiosks and locked cabinets for bottles of spirits, with the aim of improving in-store security in response to growing retail crime rates and pret a will close its remaining three veggie pret stores in London and Manchester, converting them into regular pret store formats by the end of February. The company claimed that the format, which launched eight years ago, is no longer needed due to strong consumption of vegetarian and vegan options across regular stores. Now let's move on to the clothing and footwear sector. Primark plans to invest £75 million into its UK store estate this year, creating 700 new roles and bringing its total 2024 UK investment to £100 million. This will encompass the opening of new stores as well as the upsizing of existing ones, resulting in a total of 195 stores by the end of 2024, covering 8 million square feet. The retailer further announced the opening of a new 550,000-square-foot U.S. distribution center in Jacksonville, Florida, as well as four new stores in Virginia, Maryland, Tennessee, and Texas, aiming to have 60 stores in the country by 2026. Meanwhile, ASOS and Boohoo are reportedly relying on nearshoring, increasing sourcing from countries including Turkey and Morocco, as well as from within the UK, to avoid disruption to shipping from Asia caused by developments in the Red Sea. In other news, Ted Baker owner Authentic Brands Group is reportedly set to appoint advisors on a potential restructuring of the company, with the aim of reducing spending on rent. Cost-saving measures such as a potential CVA are thought to be under consideration, which could result in rent reductions and store closures. Superdry Chief Executive Julian Dunkerton confirmed that the company will be looking into a possible buyout, seeing its share price surge on 2nd February as a result. Elsewhere in the sector, New Balance launched Reconsidered, a resale platform that allows shoppers to browse and buy pre-owned shoes, as well as footwear that cannot be sold as new due to cosmetic imperfections. Gently worn New Balance shoes can also be traded in in exchange for vouchers. Moving on to the health and beauty sector. Superdrug plans to enroll 500 new apprentices across various parts of the business in 2024. It comes as the British Retail Consortium warned of a need to reform the apprenticeship levy. And Sephora is rolling out a single brand signature across all of its 35 markets located in Europe, the Middle East and Asia. The retailer's slogan, We Belong to Something Beautiful, which has initially been used in North America, will now be used globally. In terms of results, 
Estale order saw net sales decline 7% year-on-year in the second quarter ending 31 December. The business attributed the performance to challenges to Asia travel retail, softer demand in China, and disruptions in Israel and the rest of the Middle East, and Rituals recorded a 22% year-on-year increase in global net sales. Growth was seen across countries, with particularly strong performance in Europe, both in mature markets such as the UK, and new markets including Italy. Moving on to household goods, Dunn Elm appointed former Amazon Vice President Ed A. Caven and Flutter International Chief Executive Dan Taylor as non-executive directors. Both individuals have a strong digital commerce background, which is fought to reflect the retailer's strategy to drive multi-channel growth. Now let's shift gears to department stores, marketplaces, and specialists. Starting off with results, Amazon recorded a 14% year-on-year increase in sales to £133.3 billion in the three months, to December, ahead of analysts' expectations. Net income rose to £8.3 billion from just £218 million in the previous year as a result of cost-cutting and rapid expansion. Watches of Switzerland saw sales fall 7% year-on-year in the UK and Europe in the three months to January. The retailer noted the effect of the removal of VAT-free shopping on UK tourist spending on its performance, and welcomed the OBR review into the decision which was announced this week. It reconfirmed its lowered profit guidance from January. In other news, Mamas and Poppers appointed former Asda Finance Director Sarah Ashby as its new Chief Financial Officer. Ashby started the new role in January, and Amazon's European fashion wing luxury stores at Amazon in Europe is partnering with luxury resale platform Hardly Ever Worn It to offer customers in the UK, Germany, Spain, and Italy pre-owned items from luxury brands. Products available will include women's wear, shoes, accessories, jewellery and watches, while a pre-screening process created by the platform is designed to ensure high quality. That's all for this week's news update. You've been listening to The Retail Roundup, your weekly briefing from Retail Economics. Let us know what you thought by posting a review or rating on your podcast platform. If you enjoyed this show, remember to follow us, and tune in again next Monday for the latest updates. Sign up for more insight, including reports and thought leadership on all things retail and consumer at retaileconomics.co.uk. Thanks for listening.